You're listening to Weekend Joe, driven by Munganat St. Louis Acura here on ClabesOnline.com. The fun and games start after this. St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new cars arriving daily, like the all-new 2023 Acura Integra. We also have a great selection of over 200 pre-owned and factory precision courtesy vehicles with finance rates as low as 1.9% for 36 months with approved credit. And we've added Saturday service hours to our newly renovated service facility. Don't forget, we'll buy your vehicle here at our dealership or from the convenience of your home. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you. The weekend just got more entertaining. It's Weekend Joe on Claves Online, driven by Munganast St. Louis Acura. Hear from some of the big names in St. Louis and national sports every weekend. And now, here's Joe Roderick and me, I'm Andy Hanselman. And welcome on into another edition of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota, here on ClavesOnline.com. It's spooky season, well into a spooky season. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside. It's Andy Hansman. Andy, how are you? Joseph, I'm well. How are you tonight? I am doing spooktacular today, Andy. Joe, have have you eaten all the Halloween candy at your house yet? I, we have not bought any Halloween candy. We are. Yeah, I haven't either. We are extremely slacking in that department this year. Yeah, but you don't it's, need it. You don't need it for two more weeks, right? Um, but at, at the gym, uh, we're doing a trunk or treat Friday night. Oh wow! So and you, you will need some for that. I will not be there for the uh, for the trunk or treat, but um, there there is candy that is in the office. Uh, so after workouts, I will have a, um, a, a Reese's Ghost oh. um, as as protein because that's just, I mean, that's just straight peanut butter. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So in lieu of protein shakes, I eat Reese's. <laughs> so, I mean, it makes sense to me. Right? Sounds perfect. Yeah. Uh, have you eaten all the Reese's? No, I have not. Only two Reese's. Well, that's okay. So yeah. you're you're taking it in moderation. I am. I am trying really, really hard to do it in moderation. Andy, I'm really, really trying to uh, get well below the 200 LB uh, mark uh, by uh, by February of next year. That's, that's yeah. just where, where I'm shooting for right now. Well, you might get there eating Reese's. I don't know, though. I mean, if only, like, if you're only eating one Reese's. It'd probably be all right. Right? That's what I'm thinking. Joe, my weakness is around Halloween. Uh, you know, they have, everybody knows about the uh, little baby Tootsie Rolls. Little yeah. tiny ones, right? Yeah. The fruit-flavored ones, Joe. You like those? Particularly the lemon ones and the I lime ones. And the what orange. color are those? Yellow. Okay. Green wrappers on the lime ones, orange ones on the orange wrappers. Those things are amazing. And also, Joe, the little fun-sized boxes of nerds. All right. 
That's nice. Now that I I get. Okay, like I, I get that. I have never heard of anybody that likes the blue or red or whatever uh, oh, the little yeah. fruit things. Yeah, those are my favorite. I never love in my life. Yeah. Th- so, like, when you go to the parade in Edwardsville, yeah, they throw so much candy that the kids mm-hmm. like get tired of bending over and picking up stuff they don't want. Right. And so by then. I'm able to go retrieve the things that I want, which are usually the fruity Tootsie Rolls. I had to do a parade um, earlier this, a uh, few months ago, earlier this season. It was for uh, for Hudson's baseball team. And there was uh, there was a family set up. They, they were set up right at the start of the parade route. Like, I mean, it was them and then a whole block of nothing. And then the parade started. But they lived there. So they just brought the lawn chairs out to the end of their driveway and just sat right at the start of the parade route. Okay. And obviously, when you have kids throwing out candy, they're going to see people. And the first people they see, they're like, oh, I need to give these people candy. And just giving them all kinds of candy. This family, it wasn't their first time doing this for the said parade. I believe it was the Freeburg, Freeburg Homecoming Parade, I think is what it was, or something along those lines. Andy, they had a uh, they had a big push broom out uh, out front, and you just saw them pushing all of the uh, candy into a big pile, so they didn't have to keep walking around and bending over and picking up all of the loose candy all over at the uh, the curb. Is that uh, is that genius or the epitome of laziness? I mean, I, I think genius because I think if you bend down that many times, because you're going to get candy. If you're at the end of the parade route, uh, you're you're getting the leftovers. You're getting kids that were too conservative with their candies uh, throughout the parade route that are now just dumping all of them on you at the end, or just giving you're, you the bag. You're getting the you're getting the fruity tootsie rolls, aren't you? Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. So. I, uh... I think it's genius as well. I mean, I look at it this way, Joe. I mean, if you're bending over that much, uh, you could you could throw a discount. Yeah. I Work mean, it's smarter, hard. not harder. You could pull a hammy. Mm-hmm. You could tear an ACL. I mean, I've I've done it before. Yes. Well, I know you have. Yeah. So it's you know that's that's the first parade that I have walked in. Andy, I would say over 20 years. It's been a long time since I've been in a parade as well. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Kids, you know, their first time getting to do it, they think it's just, uh, they think it's the coolest thing. But, yeah, I am i don't need to do it again. Well, you feel like you're a celebrity. You feel like you're kind of important because you're walking in the parade. And then you realize that, oh, you're just walking in the parade. Did have people yell at me. I did have people that, that recognized me from uh, from the radio gig. Yeah, what were they yelling at you about? Just, hey, Joe Rod. <laughs> hey, hey. And I'd wave to them, not knowing who the hell they were, but I'd walk over there and, you know, and then they would tell me who they were. You're like, hey, you're that Joe Rod engineering guy. Nope, not not that. I usually just uh, from, I usually get from TMA and I go, nope, it's been a long time. Long time. <clears throat> that's, <clears throat> so that's usually what I, uh, what, what I will come, come across in those. Yeah. That's, That's how you, at the beginning of the year, like I had a I had a coach in in Hudson's league as we were figuring out the schedule for the season. Afterwards, he came up to me and he asked me. He goes, "Are you from the radio?" I said, "I am." He goes, "I thought that name looked familiar on the paper." <laughs> and yes, 
Well, it's very special, Joe. It is. It's nice to still be recognized and noticed and uh, just, yeah, to be be seen out and about. Now you're like a big TV star. You're like on a wrestling show and you're on YouTube all the time with Klaibs and on this big Joe West podcast. People know what I look like now more than more so than before. Yeah. And now the the hair and everything kind of gives it away. And they're like, hey, you're you're Radio Jesus. Yeah, that's that's yeah. <laughs> I um you know, speaking of people that are on TV this uh this past week, so Cardinal Games last Friday and Saturday. It we'll get into the, all the baseball stuff. We'll we'll talk about that. Uh but Andy, I, I believe I talked about this. I don't did I talk about this last week on the show? I, I can't remember if I did or not. Maybe I just sent you a picture of it. But Andy on um I, I saw at Bush Stadium. A new menu item that they had uh, out there. Oh. Andy, Korean barbecue tater tots. Korean barbecue tater tots. All right. Yes. Tell me about them. Well, I, I saw it there. I guess we didn't talk about this last week because I oh, saw it. I saw the sign for them on Friday. Okay. And I didn't get them Friday. I thought that's more of a night thing. That's more of a nighttime treat. I'm going to get them Saturday night. Yep. So I waited Saturday night. Now on Friday, I uh, I sat up in the uh, in the press box, uh, sat next to uh, sat next to Chuck Marlowe. Yes, and you know chatted with him the whole game about a variety of uh, of, of topics. Yes, and then Chuck was not at the game on Saturday. On Saturday, <clears throat> I sat between Martin Kilcoin and Brooke Grimsley. Oh, okay. I feel like I had to separate the two of them from getting in to big TV wars like you saw in the movie Anchorman. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, like a trident could have been thrown through my chest, Andy, with the yeah. uh with with the tension between the two of them competing for ratings. Yeah. And Frank sat on the other side. Frank sat far away texting both of them just little jabs the whole night too. <laughs> trying to get them riled up. <laughs> so, but it, so I, I more more to this though. Brooke will, Brooke comes in other stories as well. Okay, uh, but I, I went and I got these Korean tater tots, Korean barbecue tater tots, and I come back and I sit down in my seat, and she looks and she goes, "Whoa, what are those?" And I said, <laughs> they're, "They're Korean barbecue tater tots." She goes, "They smell amazing." And I pointed to the persistent perch, the persistent perch, proficient perch, proficient perch. And I said, "There's where you can go buy them, right over there." Oh, you didn't offer it, her one? I did. I gave her a taste. The first one's free. I gave, oh. I gave her a taste of them, so she could, uh, so she could try it out. And she did, and she immediately went over <laughs> and got herself some, uh, some oh. food from over there. Oh, they were that good, huh? Mm-hmm. Was it was it like Korean beef, Korean barbecue beef on top of the tots? Yeah, and, and it had all the other little stuff in there too. Andy, it was like eating something from Soul Taco. Your cheese sauce on top of it? I know cheese sauce. Okay, good. Well, but those was, sound yeah. real good. Yeah, it was uh, it was delicious. So next year, if they have them up there in the proficient perch, uh, head on up there and and sample. Some of yeah, uh, was uh, was Martin was Martin impressed by your food consumption? Uh, I know he really didn't. He he uh, was more I- into. I guess there was a college football game on the two Fox that night, and he was yeah. kind of watching that on his uh, phone and computer. 
to uh-huh. see when that game would end to know when he had to go on the air. And he was, he was all wrapped up in that. So while he's watching that, Andy, I have on my laptop in the middle of a playoff baseball game, I'm watching WWE Extreme Rules. So I'm, I'm also double screening it. Right. Of course. To which Brooke was was looking over most of the night. And I, I feel like it's the first time in a long time Brooks watched some WWE. Was uh, was Brooke impressed with your television viewing? I just think she kind of looked over, and I, I mean, I don't think she really thought anything of it. She was just like, like one person. She just commented on one of the female managers, the valet, and she's like, "Not really wearing much, is she?" And I was like, "Nope, that's kind of her thing." Ha 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 ha. That was about it. I mean, it, but I would I would look over, you know, I would see out of the corner of my eyes. She's looking at it and, and watching uh watching the action. So you're uh so you're she all buddied up. Make, with, yeah. So you're all buddied up with TV folks on Saturday night and buddied up with yeah. old Chuck Marlowe from uh our friends over at five ninety the fan on yep. uh, on Friday night, Friday afternoon. Yeah. Big he weekend. also um yeah, he I also so um so Jim who runs the hospitality room up there in the press box, big yeah. wrestling fan was a huge fan of the water rush podcast. Oh, was he? And would, would always talk to me about that back in the day. I think he was very happy to see me up there on uh, this weekend because I mean, he's, he's busy. He's a busy man restocking everything and sure. uh, all the snacks and everything up there. And I, I would, I went in after every match and I was telling him what, uh, what was going on. For uh playoff games. Mm-hmm. Is the uh, is the usual riffraff up there, like the like the barely credentialed people, or is it pretty much all national and? No, uh, as you get later on into the postseason, so like if the Cardinals were to make it into the um, NLCS, <clears throat> then you kind of uh, you know I I would have been it would have been I, I would have been low on the credential list. And then I would have been pushed into um, auxiliary press boxes. Gotcha. Yeah. So that would have been uh, that. That's usually how that works. Yeah. But no, it's pretty. Uh, still pretty simple for the most part when you are uh, when you're this early in the early rounds, so wild card games yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. So, but no, the, the season uh, came to an end. It was. Uh, Man, it yeah, sucked. It was, was I didn't get to watch Saturday. Uh, I was busy doing other stuff. Uh, you were doing a wedding, I saw. I, I was doing a wedding for my very good friend uh, Tim Rendleman and his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, mm-hmm. the as as I was following along, Joe, the uh, the game appeared to be rather boring. Mm-hmm. Is that a, an accurate assessment? You see, I, I've actually had a, a similar conversation with other people. It's not boring when it's playoff baseball. Okay. If that's a game on a Tuesday night in June, you're turning it off. You're finding something else to do. You're enjoying the weather. You don't care. Right. But when that's a game in October, if that's a game in October, the I mean, one pitch could just change everything. Sure. So then you are paying attention. So, and yeah, I, I appreciate a good pitcher's duel more than anybody. Right. I, I, I love a good pitcher's duel. 
but uh, you, with with the lack of offense as well, uh, when it was desperately desperately needed, was uh, was rather disappointing. Yeah, I mean it's it sucks. It's disappointing, and you know Paul Goldschmidt is not the first you know first guy to go into a slump in, in October. You know, no. So it's I mean it's not a huge. You know, I mean, my God, we don't need to we we don't need to get after the guy that much and <clears throat> not look back at everything he did this season. I mean, the Cardinals don't win by as much as they win by without Paul Goldschmidt the entire season. That's right. So it, the guy just went cold at the wrong time. That's right. uh, that's kind of what it is. I mean, every other postseason that Paul Goldschmidt's been a part of with the Cardinals, he's been very, very good. Yes, that's very true. And this one he struggled. Okay. It happens. Nolan Arnato, you look at what you look at the expected batting average on the balls he hit. You look at the exit velocity of the balls he hit. I mean, he he was unlucky. That's what that yep. was. Very much so. Albert Pujols should have had a home run in uh in the games in in game one. Ball ballpark held it in. Outside of that, though, he got a few hits. It just it, it just didn't go their way. And looking at it, okay, you lose Albert now. You you replace him with Yepes. You hope Yepes could be that right-handed hitting guy. I think so. And then you go from there and you figure out what else you need to uh to do to build the rest of the team, right? I, I think that's exactly right. Yeah. So I I don't know what you, if you look around at what else you can add, Mm -hmm. if you look around and you want to start an early wish list for next year. Why? Why is it that after having Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, that we still need another bat in the lineup? I mean, these guys, these other because guys. Look at some of the other lineups in baseball right now. And I understand that too. That's, but... I mean, look at look at what baseball. If if there are going to be multiple teams out there that are fine with losing a hundred games, <clears throat> then you need to go out there and you need to build a lineup that is going to just be stacked from top to bottom. Let's look at the Braves lineup, for example. Ronald Acuna Jr., when healthy, MVP candidate every year. Dansby Swanson has turned into one of the best shortstops in baseball. Matt Olson hits the cover out of the ball. Austin Riley, one of the best players in baseball. Travis Darnode. Michael Harris II is going to be a top three in voting for Rookie of the Year in the National League. And they, they're without Ozzy Albies right now. He, right. I mean, that's seven deep that you have. And then Marcelo Zuna... Uh, down there, Eddie Rosario, who was a uh, hero in the all in the World Series last year, that's your starting nine for the Braves yesterday. I feel like the Cardinals have the same thing, Joe. Might maybe minus DeYoung, but I, I just I don't see. I think the the ship has sailed on DeYoung. I think so too. Look at I mean, let's look at the dot. I mean, yes, and the Dodgers payroll is just astronomical. It's probably not even fair that we're going and doing this. No, you, you but can't. The Dodgers, I mean, Cody Bellinger is batting ninth for the Dodgers. 
I, I think that they're yeah. The I don't. I mean, if you don't need to be one through nine all stars, but you do need to have guys that are that can hit their weight. The supporting cast. And I no do one, think no the Cardinals have done year after year, they have done a good job of having those utility bench players that can come in and play more. Like right now, I mean, Tommy Edmond, second baseman shortstop, but in years past has played all over the place, in, you know, right. outfield, infield, everywhere. Right. That was Brendan Donovan. That shifted to Brendan Donovan this year. Guys I like do. Corey, guys like Corey Dickerson too. Yeah. I, I do think Nolan Gorman now, I think Nolan Gorman becomes more versatile now. I think now that you give him a full spring training, you give him a full off season, which when you think about it, he's never, I mean, the last two years, COVID and the lockout, when he's trying to learn a new position, he hasn't had, he hasn't had that luxury. So I think when you look at that and you look at, okay, he's got second base down. Do we trust him to go play a little third base now here and there? Do you want him to take any fly balls in the outfield and be a right fielder maybe? Or are you fine with him just being your everyday left-handed DH? Like you have options there. That's one thing I think when you do look at a lineup like, you know, some of these other teams, they don't have all of that versatility that, you know, the Cardinals try to strive for every year. And it works for them, too. And what works for you is if you got a guy like a Paul DeYoung who's not playing well, you can shift him out of there and you have two, three other options. Last year, it was Brendan Donovan. It was Tommy Edmund that could go in there and play short. Edmundo Sosa before they traded him. So, outfield. A lot of question marks still out there. A lot of guys that haven't proven what they're capable of. And now you have Jordan Walker uh, knocking on the door. Right. And it seems like every single damn day, there's another Jordan Walker story about how amazing he is down in the Arizona Fall League. I, I keep reading about him. What do you think uh, rumors flying that the Cardinals want to sign Wilson Contreras? <clears throat> Not as good defensively as Yachty. No. Way better offensively than Yachty. Wilson Contreras will be 31 next May. Probably what's a 10-year deal? No. No, probably not a 10-year deal. Defensively? Wilson Contreras last year played 72 games as uh, behind the plate catching. Was he hurt? Nope. He I think he was hurt for a little bit cuz he only he DH for 39 games. Oh, I got you. 2021 he caught for 116 games that year. Okay. I don't think Wilson Contreras is a uh, is an everyday catcher anymore. I I just I I think if you are if you get him at a decent cost, if you get him at a decent amount, and you trust Andrew Kisner or Von Herrera to be your catcher for the other 
100 games? Then then maybe. Then, then maybe that's the answer. But how much are you willing to give him? Yeah, he's going to want a lot of money. Andrew Kisner last year, this past uh, this past season for the Cardinals, he uh, played in ninety six games for the Cardinals. Andrew Kisner did, yeah, ninety six games. Wow, caught ninety of them. So he caught the majority of the games then. It says here that he was the starting catcher for seventy eight games last year. In twenty twenty two, right? In twenty twenty two, yes. Okay. <clears throat> 70 games, 78 games. So almost half of the games. He almost caught games. more innings than anybody did for the Cardinals last year. So did you see enough out of him last year that you could say, okay, that's one of my catchers next year? Does he thrive not playing under Yachty's shadow? I mean, that's a big question to ask. What that does none he, of us will does, know the answer what does, to. What does Yachty's absence mean in both a positive and negative way to this ball club? Exactly. Knowing that the job is 100% yours and Yachty will never go into the locker room on a day off and say that he wants to catch. Right. Which, I mean, if he says that, you let him catch, okay. But how much was he also helping you throughout the, you know, from... February oh, sure. all the way through October. Sure. I mean, if Yachty's there as a coach, but which he won't, he's going to manage the Puerto Rico team, right? Yeah. So he, he, he won't be there in any capacity. I mean, by, by, by yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. He won't be there at all. I don't know what the workout, what all that's like. I don't know when they're, when they're getting together or where they're practicing any of that stuff. I, I have no idea on any of that. I don't, I don't, I don't know when that Did I, anybody- I know. Did, was it was that question really ever broached during a media scrum? What about asking Andrew Kisner what it would be like to not play under Yachty's shadow? I don't know if he knows the answer to that. I I, I would imagine he's going to tell you just how much of a help he is getting you ready for games every day. And which yeah, there is that part of it too, which is obviously what Yachty was doing this year, right? Pretty much just kind of like you know a a player coach, yeah. I don't know. I kind of, uh, I don't know. I'm really, I'm hoping to, uh, to get down there for world baseball classic this, uh, this spring. Yeah. Yeah. Really hoping that, uh, yeah, to do that and see what that's, uh, see what that's like. Andy, what kind of submarine sandwich did you just get delivered to you? <laughs> I got the, uh, I got the King Angus beef uh, sandwich from uh, McAllister's, mm-hmm. which I'll have to enjoy after our little presentation here. So, let's what kind of toppings it. on that? Look like some tomatoes and lettuce and onions and mayo and all kinds of stuff. What kind of lettuce do they have on the uh, on the McAllister's? What kind of lettuce like, do they use? Looks like green leaf. Ah, I don't like the leaf. I don't like the sub places that have the the leaf lettuce. You, you, like, you like the shredded iceberg? I love, I love the shredded. If you find me a sub place that serves the shredded lettuce, that will become uh, that's a go-to sub place for me. Oh, too messy. 
Jersey Mike's has it. Yes, it does. I love that. I like, I like that Jersey Mike's. I always forget about going there. They're fantastic. You get, you get it Mike style? Mike's way? Heck yes. Nah. Extra sauce. Yeah. I do not go Mike's way. I don't like the I don't like the wine whatever vinaigrette stuff. Yeah, the red wine uh red wine nah. vinaigrette. I don't like the red wine vinaigrette. That's good. My one of my favorite dressings. Yeah, not a uh not a fan of it. Not a uh not a fan of it. What's your uh what's your go to sandwich there at uh, Jersey Mike's so number thirteen? What's that? I eat the ham and turkey. Nope, I go roast beast. Uh roast beast. I don't know what number it is there. I know it's called the Hunter's Club at that Jimmy John's. It is called the Hunter's Club at Jimmy John's. Yeah. Big fan of the uh, roast beef and turkey at that Jimmy John's. I just, I always go, I, roast beef and turkey combo, combined? It's delicious. Really? Yes, it's very good. Huh. You would think that it wouldn't be, but like the, the roast beef kills the nastiness of the turkey. I will tell you, I'm not even going to try that. You're not? No, wouldn't even try that. Well, I, I, I highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not not trying that. All right, uh, Andy, no guests on the show this week. Had all kinds of Cardinal baseball guests lined up for the uh, for the month of October, and all of those yeah. have just been shitted away. Yeah, they shit the bed. So, no uh, no baseball guests. Maybe we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll do it because I'm wrapping up. Andy, so now uh, my schedule gets a little lighter coming up here because Daily Cards is is now over. Um, season two of Daily Cards has now come to an end yep. with, uh, with Bob Ramsey. We'll do shows. We'll do baseball shows here and there when, they, uh, when they're needed. For, Joe, that's uh, for called, hot, online. called Hot Stove League Talk. Yeah. Yeah, so we will we will do those. I mean, there will Rammer and I will work together between now and, uh, and opening day. Okay. Right. So we, so we do have that coming up on the schedule. Um, also, Andy, season one, I like I like calling podcasts. I like when I, I like that podcasts do that. I'm stealing this idea from other podcasts. It's uh, it's very Jason Barrett-esque of you. It's season one of the Joe West podcast. 5460 comes to an end. Well, no, you know what it is? You know what it really is? <clears throat> it's uh, the gives you, it gives you the ability to take some time off. And not have to sit and do a show each and every goddamn week. We should do this show in seasons. <laughs> I, you know what? I mean, we put out 47 to 48, I want to say, episodes every year, right? We do. I, I mean, I really think like we, if we miss five weeks a year for this, I, that's, that's a lot. I think it is too. But when you also consider every other show that I do for claims, I think it's okay to miss one. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure that this is probably not the most important show you do for this website. <sighs> it is to me. Well, yeah. But in terms of business. Right. Like, if this was the only show on this website, claims would just be like, hey, we could shut it down. Yeah, we can we can pull the plug on this now. Yeah. Go back, go go talk, go talk to uh, go talk to Dave over at five ninety again. <laughs> right, I'd say we're we're good. Yeah, he, uh, it's, that's. But let's see, let's see if he'll broker you some time again. Stop. 
<laughs> but yeah, because then, then what that means is that I have to go play radio five nights a week with you and drive to F in St. Louis, drive to Kirkwood every every night. I, I was telling you know Charlie and I were talking about uh, about radio things and stuff, and yeah. I mean, I told him I go man I go I got to tell you I was like I really really love not having to drive to St. Louis every day. Yeah. Driving to St. Louis sucks, man. Yeah. I'm uh speaking of like radio things, uh listeners of this program are probably familiar with the caller Biff on TMA. Yeah. Everybody knows Biff. Well, Biff Biff set me up with a uh general contractor buddy of his. Joe, they're building a really, really nice event center concert hall at Washington and Jefferson. Right there in the shadows of the uh, of Centene Stadium. Mm, okay. And I, took, and I went over. We uh, we delivered a, a, some big door frames over there today. And I went over there and I helped him helped him set them. He didn't have a whole lot of help, so I helped him set those things. And what a cool, cool place that's going to be, man. Right. Called, right. The, called the Hawthorne. I have uh, many times. I have I have talked about what I would like that area to become um, all of the, uh, the, the Centene to Bush stadium area. And I, I hope, I really do hope that it becomes something really, really nice over the next, um, over the next few years. Well, it certainly looks like it's pushing that direction. Especially with, with the, this is, this is a building that's been empty for like 30 years and they're turning and they're turning it into something. It was a Ford dealership for about 50 years until the, until the uh, late seventies. Yeah. <clears throat> to an husband i think this was empty pretty much almost since that time which is yeah so it's going to be a very very cool place with a cap, uh, capacity of about 1500 people joe mm. i wonder if they're gonna are they have they talked about if they're going to have um what kind of concerts they might have out there at uh, centene or if they're going to do anything at centene i would imagine that they would I have pushed for AEW to run a show there at uh, at Centene when it's oh. completed. I was told you, uh, uh, not. I was told not not a possibility due to them not having a. Uh, uh, I was told, yeah, if they don't have a uh, a roof. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. So I was told that's not in the yeah not possible for them. I mean, it's a twenty-five thousand seat outdoor arena. I mean, you got to figure that there's going to be something that will be there. Yeah, I, that's. I mean, other concerts will happen there. Yeah, there. I mean, company like AEW will just not run anything without a roof. I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited about soccer. I I am too. I have uh, I have some friends. They're getting to do. Uh, they're touring the place on Saturday. Yeah. And are the season uh, ticket holders or what's going on? They are season ticket holders. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if Klaibs has taken a tour of the uh, building yet. If he is not, I'm going to uh, I'm going to try to shoehorn my way into uh, into one. Well, I can just call our friend Matt Seaback up and get him. I'm I'm aware, but I, I feel like if I was like, <laughs> "Hey, Klaibs and I want to come here," I think I think that gets moved a lot, you know, a, a lot faster. Well, probably. I feel like if I just am like, "Hey, can I have a tour?" They're like, "Yeah, how's February 30th sound?" And uh, yeah, that sounds great. I'll be there (laughs) about 10 a.m. Wait a minute. Yeah. Do you mean mean leap year, February 30th? Right. (laughs) So 
I, I feel like I might I might try to piggyback off him for that. If he I hasn't done it, I don't know if he has yet. I wonder if they've hired a PA announcer there yet. Ooh, you gonna, you gonna throw your hat in the ring? I don't know. Like, how much? Thing. How uh, how do you go about doing PA for soccer? Like, how into it do you get? Oh, I imagine the same way you would, like, if you're like Tom Calhoun at, at the uh, at at Enterprise Center. You know, you okay. get excited about home team goals and just, you know, things regarding the opposing team are just kind of in a, a professional monotone voice. How long do you um? How long do you hold it? Uh, hold that goal for if you're the PA guy? I think that uh, I'd say at least thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't have I don't have the throat right now to to do a long goal. No. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't, have, I don't have it right now. Now these allergies are killing me. Gonna get a freeze next week, Joe. All the allergies and growing season is gonna be done. D-U-N. Okay, so I I thought earlier this week too I was getting a little allergy uh, allergy issues, but then I was like, no, it's not allergy season. Yeah, it's allergy season. There's hay fever and shit. It's fall. Wow. That's why it was too cold to get all that. Next Tuesday, Andy, low of 27. Yep. Big freeze. Dave Murray put a big warning out on uh, Facebook today. I saw the uh, I saw the the list of winter storms. They uh, they put out the list of names for winter storms earlier this week, Andy. I saw that too. Did you see what uh, did you see what one of the names was? Sure did, Joe. Her uh, winter storm Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the one after that? <laughs> winter storm Iggy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Well, if it's anything like the one I have at home, uh, Winter Storm Hudson is going to be annoying as fuck for her. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> that is the you're talking about. <laughs> it's going to be like gonna be like a big ice storm with like a little bit of stinging rain and like a little bit of snowflakes. It's just going to be one of those where it's just going to be like, God, I had something I wanted to do. Why are you acting like this? Right. I was hoping for a nice, peaceful Saturday. Why? Uh, Why can't you just sleep another hour? Yeah, it's not going to be like a nice, comforting, heavy snowfall where you're going to sit in your house and watch movies and make a pot of soup. Yeah, I'm gonna have somewhere I need to be, and then it's just gonna it's just gonna come in there and just bother (laughs) me the whole day. Still winter storm Hudson. Yep, that's exactly what's going to happen for that. Oh, so hateful. It's just down on the list too, so I'm just gonna be sitting there just waiting for that one to come. Well, the uh, old farmer's almanac says that it's gonna be a a winter of hibernation for us, Joe. It's gonna be how long? It's going to be a long, cold winter. Like, I mean, as long as we're not getting, like, snowed in and stuff's getting ruined, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah, That that's just, un, that's when it's unnecessary. So, yeah, no guests on the show today, Andy. None of, uh, none of that. But on the, uh, on the other side of things, we do have to get to our NFL picks. So with that being said, it's time now to hit the music. Ooh, I like this one, Joe. Thanks, same, same as uh, same as we have. It is? Yep, exact same. 
Andy, standings got a little closer this past week. Boy, you're telling me, bud. Andy, a very good week by uh, by several people not named Andy Hanselman. Actually, no, you did. You got two. Uh, you, yeah, you did do well. Okay. Yeah, I did. Two. I went two a and two. A bad week right? by Frank Cusimano. And a good week by Klaibs. Mediocre weeks by you and Reggie Blackwell. Andy, we have a four-way tie at the top. Yeah, we had two guys go 4-0 and and two guys go 2-2, two and two, right? 3-0. 3-0. Oh, oh. We only had three games this past three, week. Okay. So I went 2-1. So and one. Kusumano, you, Reggie Blackwell, Klaibs. You guys are all 18-8 and eight on the season. It's unbelievable. Howard Richards, he uh, went 3-0. and oh. He's up to 17-9. and nine. Andy Craig Riggins, 16-10. and 10. As we look ahead to uh, week seven on the uh, uh, oh, on the picks for so, this week, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you forgot one. I, I I named them all, didn't I? I said no, Craig was sixteen no, and ten. No, it says, it says Joe fifteen and eleven. Ah, sorry, I, new page on Microsoft Word here. I, I didn't scroll that ah. far enough. Missed that. Missed it. What'd yeah. you do last week? Three and zero. Oh? No. One and two. One and two. One and yeah. two. Good job. Yeah. So Andy, we loaded her up this week for week seven. Nice. Three college games. Two pro games on the list. I I think I could have gone with more games on this week, too. There are some college games that I wanted to pick, and I thought, ah, five will be enough. I almost went six on here, but I thought five is good enough. Five's good enough. Five's plenty. Andy, we start with... Minnesota taking on the Fighting Illini. The ranked Fighting Illini. 24th ranked. 5-1 and one Illini. Joe, as good as uh, Mohammed Ibrahim has been for the fast-paced Golden Gopher offense, Chase Brown leads the nation in rushing for the Fighting Illini. Brown has 879 yards on the ground and 151 rushing attempts. Both numbers lead the nation. The Illinois offense also runs a lot of plays, 75.5 per game, but are more one-dimensional as they average just 211 yards passing per game, which is number 101 in the nation. But we, we, but what we are watching with this offense is to see which one can penetrate through a pair of stout defenses on Saturday. Minnesota, which is coming off a bye, has the top-ranked defense in the nation, allowing just 222 yards per game on the year. Uh, Illinois, meanwhile, ranks third at 227.8 yards per game. The teams have combined to allow just eight touchdowns on the season, with Illinois' three allowed being the lowest in the nation. That's allowing one touchdown every two games. Joe, I'm going to go with your Illinois Fighting Illini. <clears throat> Andy, when you look at what the Illini have done this year in their 5-1 and one victories, they beat Iowa last week 9-6. to six. They beat a really bad Wisconsin team the week prior. They beat Chattanooga the week before that. I, I it's, Virginia, Virginia also not good, 2-4. and four. On the uh, on the year for Virginia, they lost to Indiana on a very close. I think they should have beat Indiana. I mean, I, if I remember that game correctly, they had a lot of chances to win 
that game. I don't know who Illinois has played this year. I don't know if they've played anyone good so far this they, year. They haven't, but they have a little bit of momentum, and they have some fan support, and they they and they think they can win. So I think they're going to pull it off. Plus, the the spread is Minnesota's favored by six and a half. Andy, Illinois or Minnesota has already beaten one prestigious college university from the state of Illinois this year. What Western Illinois University? They did, yeah, they did. the The Leathernecks went up there and uh, and lost by a lot of points. Okay, yeah. They well, lost, that happens uh, when yeah, you, they, they, you, they lost you, sixty-two to ten. One, put, a, put a Division One, two A team against a uh, you know a Big Ten team. Yeah, they they lost they lost sixty-two to ten. Yeah, that's that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they netted about four million dollars from the game. I don't know if it's four million dollars, but I bet it was a good amount of money that they got. <laughs> I bet that athletic budget ain't hurting right now. No, that that happens when you. Uh, that's why you play those games, Joe. That's why I'll be sending them an email about another Super Bowl sponsorship coming Ooh, up. Oh, very nice. Hey. But because Minnesota beat up on my Leathernecks the way they did and ran the score up, probably unprovoked, I'm going also with those fighting Illini. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yep. What's, uh, what's everybody else doing? Uh, Reggie, Craig, and Frank, they also are going with uh, the fighting Illini. Oh, wow. So there, there's a... There's a nice movement here for the Fighting Illini amongst the uh, pickers here on ClavesOnline.com. There is. There absolutely is. All right, Joe. Andy, next on the list, we have Alabama at Tennessee. Andy, big news out of this one. College game day will be at uh, Tennessee. For this game have you seen who the celebrity picker is i have not andy they got dolly parton you're kidding me dolly parton is going to be the guest picker college game day well i'm going to tune in for that right the uh, number three team takes on the number six team in an SEC showdown in Knoxville. Tennessee will throw the ball early and often, and with success behind the sport's most productive offense, one of its most efficient passers, and enough perimeter speed to test Alabama's corners on the outside. But whoever plays quarterback, the Tide can run. While on paper, the balls are one of the nation's premier rush defenses Part of what can be ascribed to the fact that teams have had to pass more in order to catch up on these games. And Tennessee hasn't lined up against the skill Alabama has in the backfield yet. UT can build a one or two score lead early and have everybody saying this is the fight that this is finally the year. But Alabama's better equipped to handle that kind of deficit, Joe, with the power to move the chains on the ground and the receivers to get after the balls back seven. Joe, I go with your. Alabama Crimson Tide. I uh, I too have to go now. I'll, I'll do it. By the way, I guess it has not. Uh, it has not been officially confirmed yet that she is the uh, the picker. Oh, for okay. This. So she, she's only been reached out to. I guess a Josh Heupel parody account claimed that she was. 
Um, but it has not been confirmed as to who the picker will be. The last time, uh, the last time that it came to, uh, yeah, I guess the, um, the college game is going to take place from Tennessee for the second time this season already. The first time it was there, it was WWE Women's Champion Bianca Belair. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Former Tennessee track and field star Bianca Belair. So uh, they are. Uh, so yeah, they they are hoping it's Dolly Parton. They I have not seen confirmation on that. But that being said, this game, it's an after it's a it's an afternoon game. It's the afternoon CBS game on the uh, the SEC game of the week. I think it's. Too, I, I think the. Um, I I feel like the hype dies down with it being the later and the. Uh, if it was right afterwards. If you go straight from game day right to the right to the field, I think Tennessee has a chance. I just don't see it with uh, with, with having that much of a uh, pause in between. Yeah. So I got to go Alabama. It's just tough to bet against Alabama. Yeah. Plus, they haven't been great. Alabama hasn't been great this year. No, they're not Alabama like, fast, but I feel like Nick Saban's going to be pissed off enough that they'll have a good week of practice and he'll get yeah. it. Yeah. Kind of what I'm thinking too. Andy, next up, Oklahoma State taking on the Horned Frogs of TCU. We uh, we had a TCU game last week, didn't we? We had TCU in Kansas last week. Yeah. And that's what's got them on the schedule for this week. TCU has been one of the best stories, one of the best stories this season, Joe, but Oklahoma State is a different kind of challenge. The Cowboys are deep. Physical and equally as well coached. Oklahoma State's defensive line is good enough to cause problems for shaky for a shaky TCU offensive line, especially against the tackles. It will be a close game. But Joe, I'm gonna go with your Oklahoma State Cowboys. Andy, I do not uh I don't really like picking Oklahoma State in this one. I think TCU's on a roll. They knocked off an undefeated Kansas team. They're at home. Quickly, I'm just going TCU in this one. All right. On what to the NFL, you? Andy. Wait, what what everybody else do on this one? Oh, uh you and Craig Riggins picked Oklahoma State. Frank and Reggie with TCU. Hey, no picks in yet from Claves and Howard Richards. This is going to be one of those that's going to uh, either propel somebody up the standings or going to uh, push somebody down the standings. Mm-hmm. All right. <coughs> Andy, NFL games. Every year, Fox and CBS get to pick a uh, game that they will protect. And then uh, sometimes there'll be negotiations like, oh, we want this game. Well, we want, you know, through like NBC, whatever, like they'll they'll want this game. And then later in the year, the games become unprotected. Andy, I am going to say without a doubt, this game was protected by CBS and they fought with every ounce of their being to keep this game protected. And on their uh, on their Sunday afternoon list with Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call. Well, hello, friends. That being the Bills at the Chiefs. The Bills injury report listed 15 players this week, with the most notable being safety Jordan Poyer, who sat out last week with a rib injury, and cornerback Christian Benford, who had a broken hand, linebacker Tremaine Edwards, 
hamstring and tight end Dawson Knox foot hamstring also were limited after missing one game apiece. The Chiefs, too, are thin on defense where cornerback Rashad Fenton is dealing with a hamstring injury. Safety Brian Cook is in the concussion protocol and defensive tackle. Tershawn Wharton is out after tearing his ACL, his left ACL on Monday night. Joe, with all that in mind, everybody knows it's going to be just Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be these character players that are going to make the difference in the end. Joe, game at Kansas City. I got to go with your Kansas City Chiefs. Andy, you are the uh, first one on this list that has picked the uh, the Chiefs for this game. As um, well, Reggie, Craig, and Frank all picked the Bills. And Andy, you know me. When the Bills are on the list, I'm picking the Bills. And what I think is going to be a preview of the AFC Championship Without game. Question. Without question. I think we uh, see the Bills go into the Chiefs. And I think we see them get the uh, get the W. The Bills are two and a half point favorites, according to FanDuel Sportsbook, making it the first time in 42 home starts. Mahomes will take the field as an underdog. That includes 11 starts in the playoffs, two of those against Buffalo. It is what it is, Mahomes said. Our job is to go out there and win a football game. It's a tough place to play at Arrowhead. They've won here before, but we've also handled business before. It's up to us to do that on Sunday. Chiefs, um, Chiefs are... Uh... On a short week, they had the Monday night game. Yep. And in that game, the the Raiders were up was it seventeen nothing, and Mahomes came back and they they got the win. In uh in that one, one of the uh, I saw the crazy stat just how what Patrick Mahomes' record is all time when down by ten points. I think it was eighteen and eight, is what he is in his career when down by ten points. And I mean that's crazy. Yeah. Like every other top quarterback in the NFL has a losing record. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, like when they get down by 10 points, they lose the game. Somehow, Patrick Mahomes does a great job of coming back and winning said game. And Andy, finally, I threw it on the list just to get to five. Yep. It's a game between the Cowboys, Andy, and the Eagles, and I I can't remember when this game is set to be played. Sunday night football, Joe. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) while the Cowboys are tied for the fewest offensive touchdowns allowed five they're also tied for the second fewest scrimmage touchdowns scored this is from a unit that was among the best in the NFL last season Rush has kept the Dallas offense out of trouble by avoiding turnovers he's the only qualifying QB in the league without a fumble lost or interception two would be picks that were negated by penalties against Washington but the offense could only take credit for 13 points in the 22 to 10 win over the Rams, the fewest in Russia's four starts. And one of the two drives that led to a field goal <coughs> covered just 35 yards. How much longer can the offense lean on a defense that's third in points allowed? I think eventually we have to start scoring more points running back, Ezekiel Elliott said. Hopefully we don't have to get better, but we want to get better. Joe, I'm going to go with your... Philadelphia Eagles? <sighs> They're not, I mean, they can't, they can't win every damn game, right? No, they can't win every game. They're, they're not good enough to be undefeated no. right now. No. 
the Cowboys though are they've been rolling. They have uh, they've been rolling. Game's at Philadelphia. It is. Philly's defense this year, after allowing 35 points to the Lions in week one, 7, 8, 21, and 17. Cowboys offense has scored at least 20 points to last all four of their victories. I can't talk myself into picking the Cowboys. I have to go Eagles. Yeah. Craig Riggins, the only one that's going Cowboys on our uh, on our list. Well, we know Howard Richards is going to go Cowboys too, right? He, you know, remember last week he picked he the Rams, did, yeah. but yeah. then he emailed me on Saturday to change his pick to the Cowboys. I just know the Philly fans are expletive idiots when it comes to camaraderie in the Cowboys. Any team, really? Jason Peters said they start throwing stuff at teams, like when we played the Vikings one year. They were throwing stuff. I mean, they nasty. <laughs> God, yeah. that could be that could be quote of the year. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a real good one. Andy, that's going to do it for our uh, football picks. We'll have the results next week right here on Claves Online. Andy, we're brought to you each and every week by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Alton Toyota. Andy, I was at uh, Munganass Alton Toyota this uh, this past week. They gave me that Sienna on Saturday. I drove it home on Saturday. Yeah, for the big trip to Atlanta this week. Yeah, drove it to the Cardinal game Saturday night and then drove it home from the Cardinal game Saturday night to only drive it to uh, Munganass on Monday to uh, return it. But I'll tell you what, uh, that Sienna... Sienna was real nice. I uh, I talked to Jamie about possibly leasing one in 2023. Um, so he said that they, uh, I think he said they had about 14 of them coming in uh, at the uh, the start of the year. So if you're in the market for a uh, just a really really nice uh, minivan, that also too, Andy. I know you've I know you've driven the the Sienna too. The minivans today do not look like minivans when you and I were growing up. I mean, they no. are a minivan that does look that has the shape and the body of an SUV. Yeah, the uh, especially the Sienna, it really looks like an extended Highlander. And yeah, it drives, and it's it's like driving around a recliner. It's just yeah. so comfortable. So I know Hudson absolutely loves uh, loves that minivan. So yeah, I don't know. I might it might end up happening. They're 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 great vehicles for hauling stuff and people. Yeah. So AltonToyota.com. Alton Toyota dot uh dot com is where you could find them or go visit them at 850 homer adams parkway in alton illinois we will take a break when we come back wrap this show up with some crack slippers right here on weekend joe driven by munganass st louis acura munganass alton toyota clavesonline.com You're listening to Weekend Joe here on ClavesOnline.com, sponsored by Collinsville Auto Body. Collinsville Auto Body is at 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. And hey, they will work with most insurance providers to get you back on the road fast. If you're in a collision with a deer or anything else, uh, Collinsville Auto Body will help you out as I can speak to from past experience. Plus, I've known the family that's owned Collinsville Auto Body for at least the past 20 years now, maybe even even longer, and I can tell you that it's good people doing great work at Collinsville Auto Body, 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville, another fine sponsor here of Weekend Joe. 
Final segment here, Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Munganass, Alton, Toyota, here on ClavesOnline.com. Andy, I know you got a sub sitting there right next to you. I got a live read to do for uh, for Munganass, St. Louis Acura, to tell you, Andy, that they are located out there in Manchester, and they're the nation's only 30-time Acura Precision Team winner, and they are ready to serve you out there at 13720 Manchester. Go visit them at stlouisacura.com or go out there. See Clayton. Tell them that we sent you out there yep. to Munganass St. Louis Acura and check out those beautiful new MDXs that they have out there at Munganass St. Louis Acura. I love that Clayton Patterson. He is an awesome dude. Yeah, he is. He uh, love that been- Burkhard too. I think we've done our last two shows I don't um out at uh, out at Toyota. Um so I, I next month in November we got to get out there and see. Um, we got to go out there and see uh, Clayton out there in uh, yeah. <coughs> at the Acura store in November when the Clavs and I go to the lunch show there you out go. there. Yeah, awesome. Andy, it's time now for uh, some crack slippers, if you would. Joe, some stories just aren't meant to hit the mainstream news. We picked those stories up here on Weekend Joe. These are the crack slippers with Joe Roderick on ClavesOnline.com. <clears throat> Andy, I have a theme for uh, for today's uh, crack slippers, but this one first. So, Andy, this is actually happening right now as you and I record this. Okay. Um, there is a uh, there is a fight happening in December. Manny Pacquiao and DKU. Mm-hmm. DK is his first name. Y O O is his last name. Okay. Andy, tonight they are uh, they're having a press conference between the uh, the two of them, right? And Andy, Manny Pacquiao is being beamed in via hologram. <clears throat> no, yes, mark the first time that a hologram technology will be used in a combat sporting event, allowing the Pac Man to see and hear you and the media and respond naturally in real time. As if he was there. Why is he actually there? Because he's in a different... um, Because he's in Seoul right now. And the press conference is in Los Angeles. Hmm. Okay. He just didn't want to fly over there. Andy, you and I talked earlier in the show about never having to leave our house. Right. And then during the uh, the commercial break, you and I were also talking about never having to leave our house. Andy, right. if hologram technology becomes a thing where I could just be beamed anywhere I want to be at any time. Andy, that's dangerous. Yes, it is. I mean, Zoom meetings already pretty much allow you to do that anyway. Pretty much. But if you're hologrammed in, oh boy. That could be, uh, yeah. That, that could be real dangerous on me never having to do anything ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to drive there. I'm uh, can, Do you have the uh, the hologram uh, receiving right. station over there? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'll hologram in. Don't worry about it. Now right we need up. your head. No, I'll hologram in. No, yeah, we, and then, then you, don't, you don't need me there. You think you need yeah. me there, but you don't need me there. Right. We're going to be Andy, okay. Andy, pickleball is taking the world by storm right now. Most certainly is, Joe. It's huge. Andy, the Tennis Channel has added to its live coverage. They are having pickleball evenings tonight, right now, Thursday night. <coughs> Andy, they have all-star pickleballing 
featuring Tony Romo, Dirk Nowitzki, Jordan Spieth, Scotty Schleffler, and John Isner. Joe Celebrity G. Battle of the Paddle. <laughs> I like that. That's a damn good name. <laughs> That's real good. Yeah, Scotty Schleffer and Jordan Spieth are taking on Nowitzki and Isner in doubles action. Tony Romo is uh is just doing the announcing. Oh, okay. It's not on right now, Joe. Are you sure? Yeah, the the uh, oh, it aired live at seven, so it's probably over by now. Ah, uh, yes. As I was reading, as I had the story up. Yeah. But Andy, that's not the only pickleball story that we have in Crack Slippers tonight. What? You're kidding. Yeah. Andy, Tom Brady, who is possibly in the midst of a divorce. Right. Where, I mean, I guess technically his wife makes more than him. So maybe he's about to come into some more money. Yeah, I think she, she's going to owe him alimony. Right. Maintenance. Yeah. So he can stay up living his lifestyle. Right. Andy, he has become the latest superstar athlete to purchase the rights to a to a major league pickleball team. That's right. There's major league pickleball. <clears throat> Brady is part of the ownership group that purchased the team for the 2023 season. League officials announced the group is led by Knighthead Capital Management. Andy, the uh, the rest of the group is brought up by financial advisor Caitlin Kerr and Matt Alvarez, along with Grand Slam champion Kim Kleisters. Wow. Yeah. Joe, my brother is a uh, ranked pickleball player. Ranked where? I don't know. He's like a four. I don't know what that means. I don't. It's like a, it's like five is the best. He's a four. Ooh. Andy, uh, also LeBron James. Yes. He owns a pickleball team. Draymond Green, Kevin Love. They also own pickleball teams. It's huge, Joe. It's just everywhere. Right. They're building more pickleball courts here. Can they get pickleball into the Olympics by 2024? Absolutely. It'll be in. It might already be in. <clears throat> I don't know if it is yet. <clears throat> Andy, the I, I need to see when you go to majorleaguepickleball.net and you go to the teams. Yeah. Look at this. Andy. I love, you know, like the big three, they just renewed for another year in 2023, the uh, the basketball yep. league. Yep. Their team names, awesome. <clears throat> Andy, the first team I look at on here for the pickleball, mm -hmm. Major League Pickleball, they're called the Fives. That's not a good name. The Fives. Well, I like that. After what you just told me, after what you just told me, it makes sense. Yeah, there, it means that they're the best. Andy, there's one team on here called the Hard Eights. What does that mean? Oh, four and four? I don't know. Bunch of fours? Andy, there's a team called the Bus. Like the school bus? I don't know, but if Jerome Bettis doesn't own this freaking team, I'm going to be real pissed off. Right. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's he has that trademark. The owners, he? nope. The owners are not Jerome Bettis. You can go look at the owners of this, of these teams. Andy, the Fives. Oh are owned by Gary Vaynerchuk. By Gary V. He's when? an owner in this. 
How about that? Who's Gary Vanderchuk? Go look him up. He is a huge entrepreneur. He's all over the place. Um, we, you and I have connections to uh, to him. I do? We will. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking through some of these other team names, just trying to find anybody else of note that is a uh, – James Blake is an owner of the team, the Lions. Uh-huh. Andy, I am all in. I'm, I can spend the rest of my night looking at MajorLeaguePickleball.net. <laughs> I could have just scrolled down here and found all of the uh, info here. All the owners are listed at the bottom. And I could have just done it that way instead of how I was doing it. Huh. So anyway, there you go. Major League Pickleball, it's a thing. And that's how we are going to wrap up the show for today. Andy, thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend. Are you doing any weddings this weekend? Yeah, but I'll be, uh, I'm going to be over at the uh, Electrical Union Hall over there off Hampton on Saturday night. Okay. Very exciting. Sounds like fun. Have a great time. I got baseball Friday and a doubleheader on Sunday. So busy weekend. There you go. You're going to be of, wrapping uh, up. Baseball for me. He you know, go try is, to go play, uh, we're trying to play golf on Sunday. Have fun. Uh, get it in before it gets uh, down to freezing temps. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Hey, he's Andy Hanselman. I am Joe Roderick. This has been another edition of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Actor, Munganass Alton Toyota. And hey, we're here each and every week on ClavesOnline.com. St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new cars arriving daily, like the all-new 2023 Acura Integra. We also have a great selection of over 200 pre-owned and factory precision courtesy vehicles with finance rates as low as 1.9% for 36 months with approved credit. And we've added Saturday service hours to our newly renovated service facility. Don't forget, we'll buy your vehicle here at our dealership or from the convenience of your home. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.